Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, my loves. Kate Harlow here. Before you dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to share with you about the five-day Expanded Love Masterclass that is back by popular demand. It's totally free. And this is a five-day experience with me where we're going to go deep into all five saboteur archetypes that show up in dating and relationships. Now, the dates have changed. So if you click the link below or on my website, theunscriptedwoman.com, and you sign up for the Expanded Love Masterclass, notice that the dates are March 20th through 24th. They've change from the original dates. So it's five days, totally free. And you are going to get so intimate with the part of you that actually stops you from experiencing love in many different ways. And even if you're in a relationship, she stops you from actually letting love in, from being able to receive love. Um, this part of you keeps you trying to control love or shape-shifting yourself to get love or being in fantasy and getting swept off your feet in, you know, really unhealthy dynamics, self-sacrificing yourself isolating your feelings, not getting vulnerable. Um, there's so many aspects to the saboteur and there's five core archetypes that we're going to dive into. So if you haven't done the expanded love masterclass before, join me. It is life freaking changing because guess what? Your saboteur doesn't just show up in your dating life. Your saboteur shows up at work. Your saboteur shows up in your friendships. Your saboteur shows up everywhere. So to understand yourself in this way is so life-changing. So I would love to have you join me. And if you're ready to break free from all these funky, weird patterns that are keeping you hurting in relationships or keeping you hurting dating, then join me, especially if you're a woman who is trapped in the cycle of beating herself up, feeling bad on the inside, comparing yourself to everyone on the outside. There's so much more possible for you when you are not operating from your sabotaging saboteur patterns. And uh, it's not who you are. It's not the truth of who you are. It makes dating so much easier and relationships so much easier and more pleasurable and fun when you are able to connect with the truth of who you are and not be leading from protection. So would love to see you there. Click the link below this video and spread the word to all your gal pals. There's an extra week to share the news. Um, it will be March 20th through 24th. I will see you there. It's inside a private Facebook group. Once you register, you'll get access to the private Facebook group in your email and enjoy the episode. Much love. Hello, beauty. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 168, the truth about wanting to be chosen. Oh, this topic. I mean, okay, let's be honest. We get excited about every week, but which means Catherine and I really love what we do. <laughs> <laughs> we love the podcast. We love you. We love this message and getting this message into the ears of as many women on planet earth as possible. Um, I'm really, really happy we're we're unpacking the truth about being chosen today. 
because, you know, I have, well, I'm in the midst of a expanded love masterclass right now, not at this moment, because we're recording this a couple of weeks before, but the expanded love masterclass that's happening the 20th of March to the 24th. And um, every day I'm talking about the different saboteur archetypes. And the first one that we did yesterday is the fantasy addict. And the fantasy addict just wants to be chosen. And when I think of the, the fantasy addict archetype, it's a girl. It's a young girl who wants someone else's approval to prove that she's good enough or lovable or worthy. And you will never feel worthy or lovable or good enough if you are desiring someone else to choose you, if you're dating and, and relating and getting into relationships from that place. And there's just so much to talk about, but I, uh, I feel in, extra inspired because I just did that aligned closure workshop a few weeks ago and had follow-up calls with a lot of women who got out of these really toxic marriages and toxic relationships. And they, that part of them that just wanted to be chosen is what got them into the relationship in the first place. Even though almost everyone had this story of, I felt in my gut, it felt wrong. My body was screaming at me, but I didn't listen because I just wanted to be chosen. I wanted the story. I wanted the idea of love. My mind fabricated the fantasy fairy tale story. And that's what got them into these really unhealthy relational dynamics. So it's dangerous this it fantasy fairy tale love it's it, it and actually like women get into really fucked up situations in relationships and feel trapped in these super super toxic dynamics because they're blinded by the fairy tale and that's the story you know from i there're no options for women this the primary story from a young age even if you're like parents are great everywhere is that it's your job to be chosen, right? That a woman's life is in service to posting pictures of being, you know, liked by a man, changing your relationship status on Facebook. I mean, let's be honest, watch, just feel for a second. If you're someone who like, can't fucking wait to do that and like, notice that drive, like yes. I can't wait to change my relationship status on Facebook, let alone the, you know, post a picture of a ring, post a picture of a wedding as if that's like your life purpose. And the thing that breaks my heart, and we've said it so many times of just the insatiable need, right? Like if you are driven to be chosen, it will never be enough. You'll always be chasing the thing. And women don't know how to choose themselves. Like at the end of the day, the reason people end up in toxic dynamics is because they think that being chosen by a man or anyone somehow means that they have worth and value, but that they then in exchange have to give up parts of themselves, not be too bold and brave, not have needs in the relationship. And honestly, that's the, that's the scary thing that sets you up for toxic love, right? People pleasing sets you up for toxic love. Self-sacrificing sets you up for toxic love, not having your back, own back not knowing how to choose yourself sets you up for toxic love. And we're not sold the story, which is the truth that the more you are, more you choose yourself is actually how you'll be able to make empowered choices of a partner. If you don't choose yourself, your choice of a partner will not be from an empowered place. You won't be doing the choosing. 
right? Half the time people are dating saying, I hope, do they like me? Right. Am I good? Am I good enough? If you're dating from that place, you're not in your power and it won't be an empowered choice and choosing who you spend time with. Right. I'm sure you've all heard the like who you spend the most time with influences you more like what's the statement, right? The five people you spend the most time with have the biggest impact on your life. So like, I've made a joke before, like you can do all the health stuff. You can work out, you can meditate, you can do yoga, you can take supplements, you can do all that shit. But if you are in a toxic relationship, that is going to impact your health and well-being more than anything else. And so the, the truth for me, I mean, I, I thought I was unworthy and had no value. I was desperate for attention, but that is because of my childhood trauma right? Like childhood trauma is you don't matter. Codependency is acting like you don't matter. So therefore you operate in your life looking for ways to somehow matter to people. So for me, it was obsessing over male attention, choosing myself, going to Hawaii, throwing myself into my own personal development, building my own life, not thinking about men. And then next thing I know, I meet my husband. Like there isn't, it isn't rocket science people. (laughs) Like it isn't this magic secret that only only a few people have access to choosing yourself is the answer. Choosing the things that are good for you, that honor your well being, making time for yourself, walking away from the people who don't treat you right. You actually do have that power. And I'm sick of the story that women are helpless and powerless. Like that's actually what the fairy tale is about that you're just a little helpless princess at the top of a tower. They need to throw your hair down for someone to come find you. And it's someone else's job to slay dragons for you. Oh, wait, that's another one about um, how hard, like the effort of how hard a guy works for your attention is somehow like cool. Oh my God. But yeah, choose yourself. Yeah. It's all, it's all games. It's all games. And if you're playing the game, it's not, it's not going to go well. It's not going to lead you to, to the result that you're desiring. And yeah, just thinking about the fairy tale story. Um, you know, it's still, we, we just talked about this on the bachelor. If you haven't listened to that episode, mm-hmm. even if you don't listen to reality TV, listen to the bachelor episode, listen to the Tinder swindler episode, watch the Tinder swindler because women, you know, we, I even listening to Abraham Hicks, I hear women ask questions about love and they're just like, all the time. they're just like, I, you know, I just know he's the one and whatever. And she's like, you guys are looking for love in all the wrong places because what a setup, like what a setup for us to think we're going to feel better when we have that thing. There couldn't be more of a setup. If your life, if you're not feeling super satiated in your life, you're not feeling confident, you're not feeling, or maybe you are feeling confident because you're successful and powerful at work, but you're not feeling happy or turned on or joyful, or you're not feeling whatever it is that you're, that you're seeking in a romantic relationship. That's why we're so attached, you know, and that's why when we're single, well, okay. Partly it's the shame around being single, which is bullshit. And that's, that's just our cultural conditioning and patriarchy. And we have like but, four episodes on that. Yes. Or like a, mil- a million, but it's like, so that's part of it, right? Is this pressure to be in relationship and this, like this pressure that all our friends are even putting on us. Like, well, are you dating? Have you met anyone? Mm. Like, is he the one? Like, it's like this pressure comes from every angle. So we've got that. And then we've got this, um, like this insatiable need to have someone validate who you are to validate how you feel and to make you feel good. And it's like, so 
every woman that I work with when we start, if they're single and they're wanting love, like we first unpack that because mostly it's coming from thinking they're missing something. And if you are dating or getting into relationship from thinking that you're missing something and trying to get a part of you validated to believe that you're worthy of love or that you're lovable or that you're good enough. You're, you're never going to feel that way inside of your relationship. Your, oh, your partner's never going to meet you. Even the best person in the world cannot give you the love that you are inside. Like you have to go on a journey and get to know your own soul. You have to go on a journey and unlock the truth of who you are and come home to your heart and not like when you're operating from your patterns, join me in the masterclass. If you want to learn more about your patterns, because your saboteur patterns and this young part of you is the part that is choosing, wanting to be chosen, wanting to be loved, wanting to be adored, wanting to be pedestaled, wanting some man to sweep you off your feet or woman like this is it's going to be a bottomless pit. It's never going to be enough. You're never going to feel enough until you come home to yourself. And you're never going to be satiated long-term like those, that love that you're chasing, that turn on that expansion, that joy, that, um, power, confidence, whatever it is you feel on those first few dates or whatever it is you feel mm -hmm. on those first few months of a relationship. That's, that's, it is you that you're touching and you're activating in those moments, but it's, but the perception is it's coming from the other person. And so it's never going to sustain you long-term. You have to live from that place, live from a place of pleasure, like start to pay attention to what brings you pleasure and, and, and experience more of that in your life. Because, um, again, yeah, I mean, it's just what you said, choosing yourself, you have to choose yourself otherwise. And all of these, like, I think of terms like abandonment, like I always hear women say, oh, he rejected me, or I was abandoned in that relationship. Like, no, you abandoned yourself. You rejected yourself. You didn't choose yourself. Mm -hmm. And so this person, you're like, people that you attract are just mirrors. When you choose yourself, when you love yourself, when you stand with and for yourself, when you hold yourself and have reverence for yourself, guess what kind of people you attract in your life? People who are mirrors of that. So whatever you're attracting right now is a mirror of where you're at within yourself and with your relationship with you. And I think the pain, you know, I've always said that the throwing away the fairy tale is not about throwing them away the magic of love. No, right? that it's is why people seek it, but let's mm -hmm. slow it down for a second to just feel that this is what we've been taught. Love is making yes. someone else responsible for how you feel. Yeah. Like that's what you're saying, right? If someone else is responsible for your happiness, for feeling worthy, for feeling valuable, for feeling loved. That's not, I mean, just feel that for a second. You're asking another human being to be responsible for how you feel. Yeah. That's not love. Pressure. That's not a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. That is what's toxic. If we want to talk about toxic love, like, yes, there's toxic narcissists and abusive people. What's also toxic, your toxic trait mm -hmm. <laughs> is asking someone else to be responsible for how you feel. And that's what's led to all of this pain around love. That's actually what codependency is. Codependency is two people just yes. fucking bouncing back and forth on each other on saying, it's your job to make me feel better. It's your job to change so that I don't feel pain. Yes. It's your job to be responsible for my own well-being. And then when you enter a relationship, all the things that were attractive about you in the first place are the things that you must keep up, 
when you're in a relationship, how many women, but you might attract someone from your empowered place. But then as soon as you get into relationship, you throw, you stop hanging out with your friends, you stop doing your workout, you stop going on retreats, you stop doing things for yourself. And then you wonder why passion fades or, you know, you lose attraction or you stop wanting to be in that relationship. You know, choosing yourself is not a one-time thing. Just like self-love is not a one-time thing. You have to wake up every morning and truly the like, healing codependency is about saying, I'm responsible for my well-being. I'm responsible for my happiness and healthy people want to add to your happiness, right? Like healthy men, especially they want to make you happy. They do not want to feel like making you happy is an obligation. They do not want to feel any more used than you want to feel used. When you're wanting to be chosen, you're asking to use someone. That is not love. And that's what breaks my heart because when we, and you too, when you've touched love, like when we've touched, like what actually feels like to love yourself and be connected to humanity and the divine and your heart is so open to have anyone say that it's anything other than this generous, expansive, delightful, beautiful thing is what actually breaks our heart. It's like, stop going around calling it love just because you have a ring on your finger. Right. Love is an everyday commitment. Love is what happens when you are able to be exactly who you are in the presence of another person who's being themselves. And you're not trying to get anything from each other. You're not manipulating each other. You're able to just be generous with the spirit of who you are. You know, that's my core value, generosity. I talked about it a thousand times about that was like the number one thing that attracted me to Andrew. And that's still who my husband is, but that's who my friends are. Like when I like really sit like the generosity of their time of compliments of their energy that I have no doubt in the middle of the night, if I needed something, I have like five people to call. So there's another thing. Most people want to be chosen when they're feeling empty and they don't have love in their friendships or have community in their friendships because they've been told that romantic love is like the number one thing to seek rather than love is love. And if you are obsessing over being chosen, chances are you're not looking for love. You're looking to, to satiate an, an empty hole or, you know, heal an inner child that probably needed a childhood that was different than the one she had. And the healing is that like, that's over. Stop looking for the childhood you never had in a romantic partner. Cause that's not how this works. Yes, yes, yes. I love all of that. I'm just picturing <clears throat> like, even just think of the frequency of the, the statement, choose me. Why won't he choose me? I just want him to choose me. And I think all the women who are dating men who are married. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Like we'll do a whole episode on it, but like <clears throat> dating men who are married, holding on to the fantasy that one day he's going to choose you. And most married men that have affairs with women, um, they, they paint the story that, that you are the chosen one. And so that's what keeps you hooked in. But that is a girl, a girl who doesn't feel connected to her sense of self-worth and is putting her self-worth in the hands of a man or a per another person. And think about the smallness of this, like that cannot be your sovereign woman self because your sovereign woman self is like, oh no, I like that, you know, your sovereign woman self is like, I want the whole thing. I'm not going to tolerate that. And, uh, and just the, the, that it's, it's driven by your ego and it's driven by your trying to be validated or trying to feel special in some way. That's what that's it's fundamentally, that's what the need to be chosen is is the need to, or the, your, your ego and little girl inside wanting to feel special, wanting to feel chosen. So it's like, think about the energetics of that. You are a woman, 
you're a woman, you're a sovereign woman. If you're a man, you're a man. I know there's men that listen to this episode too. Adult, sovereign adult. (laughs) You're a sovereign adult, but you're, you are a sovereign woman. And if you don't feel like a sovereign woman and you're not full inside of yourself and you don't have a life that you feel proud of, that you feel, you know, excited by, that you feel fulfilled by, like that's where you put your attention is on your life to build the life of a woman, build the life of a sovereign heroine of your own story, woman, where you take your attention off. Like often I, when I talk to women and when we first start the ones who are really attached to the relationship, they're like, Oh, but I really want the relationship. I don't want to give it up. It's like the universe knows you want a relationship and that's going to come when the time is right. But put your attention on yourself right now. Like put your attention all into stepping into the sovereign woman and building a life that feels supportive of you so that like, you know, connecting with your inner, your inner man, romance yourself and be all the things you're desiring to experience in relationship within you so that you don't need anything. Like when you are showing up on a date, needing something, I need you to choose me. I need you to make me feel good. I need you to support me. I need, I need like, of course, in relationship, you're going to support each other and you're going to show up for each other when you're in a healthy relationship. But if you're coming from that place of need, now it's codependency and your cup is empty and you're like, oh, I need you to fill my cup. And just think about the smallness of that. And your self-worth is now in the hands of another person, which is not ever a safe place to keep it because nobody can be, we've already said this, but nobody can be responsible for how you feel, not the pleasure or the pain. And that's what happens in relationship. We blame them for the pleasure. We blame them for the pain. And, you know, we just keep, we just keep looking to the other person to make us feel better. And we go from being little kids looking to our parents to make us feel better to being adults in relationships, looking at our partners to make us feel better. It's not their job. And why are people so attracted to each other in the beginning and then not later? Because of that, because in the beginning, you're sovereign, you're looking at for the most part, I mean, there's still your fantasy and all that, but like you're, you're, you're living your independent life. And so in the beginning, you're more attractive because you're you. And then the, over time, when you self-sacrifice and you give parts of yourself up and you control and you contrive and you get smaller and you want to be chosen and you want to be liked and you want approval and you get, well, now you're not you anymore. And then your partner looks at you and they're like, well, you've changed. And you're like, well, you're not making me happy. And you're still pointing the finger out there. You're never, ever, ever going to experience the love you desire when you're pointing the finger out there. And, you know, my experience, I think of all the, I've been on the personal development journey for 16 years, almost 17 years, actually. And it's been a, it's a lifelong path of devoting myself and my life to myself and to my soul. And now dating and relationships are completely different. Like Mm -hmm. I get to experience the most beautiful love in relationship because I'm not, he's so supportive and I I'm like being met in so many ways, but I'm not like, Oh, I need you. Like, Oh, I need this thing. I need you to choose me. I need to know our future. I need, I'm just in the present moment because I'm in the present moment in my life. And my life is very full, not in a like busy, crazy being pulled in a million directions, but just full like fulfilled. You need to come home to yourself and choose yourself and create a life. I mean, we say this every episode, but create a life that is rooted in your self-worth, that is rooted in you treating yourself like you're worthy because you'll never feel it in a relationship, no matter how someone okay, I'm gonna say one more thing. No matter how someone shows up in the beginning, but like the Tinder swindler, if you need to be chosen, 
You are susceptible to that. You literally are prey to the Tinder swindler or anyone like the Tinder swindler. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, go watch it. But this, you are prey for a manipulative person because they know there's women out there like you who are just waiting for someone to choose them. So they know if they buy you flowers and if they wine and dine you, and if they say the right thing and they tell you, they miss you in the first 10 minutes and they do all these things. And you're just waiting to be chosen, waiting to get a ring on your finger, waiting to find a husband to fill a role in that script that you've been fed and taught your life supposed to look like. If you are dating from that place, you are prey. And then you'll wake up one day and be like, how did I end up in a relationship with a narcissist? I feel trapped. I feel like the life Mm -hmm. is sucked out of me. I feel completely miserable. Why? Because you were dating from this small part of yourself. So come home to your sovereignty. Catherine and I have many ways to support you to do that. But this is, it's time to take your power back and to stand in the truth of who you are and to only be in relationships where you get to be fully expressed and feel met rather than feel like someone needs to give you something. And if you're on empty, you have nothing to offer. You know, like my my true breakthrough was like, wait a second, I'm trying to use people. I'm on empty. So it isn't a full cup can't be filled. It's like a full cup keeps being reciprocated in a healthy relationship. Like you give and receive to each other because when there isn't grasping and desperation and emptiness, you, that is what creates supporting each other, meeting each other, having the safety emotionally, being able to have needs in the relationship, but not from, I can't live without you. And I'm going to fall apart if you don't do it, but from, oh my God, this gets to be a healing experience. And that's why it's not throwing away the magic in the fairy tale. It's throwing away the dependency. It's throwing away the self-centeredness. It's throwing away the emptiness so that you can be full. And that's what we want for you to be full in your life. So you can have fulfilling fulfilling relationships happen from fullness. And if you are just trying to be chosen, you have nothing to offer that other person. And I really believe like, if you want unconditional love, get a dog. Cause that's the only place it comes from, uh, you know? And, and what's true is like dogs even still have preferences. You know, if you don't take care of the dog, it's not going to love you. Um, but you know, unconditional love exists in, in that dynamic, you know, it doesn't exist in adult partnership. You know, I have to behave like an adult. I have to have something to give. I have to be taking care of myself to show up, to create something amazing. And I you can't create something amazing if you're on empty. So all, all of the links for all the options we have to work with us are available. Kate's masterclass is happening right now. So go be in that and know that it isn't about that. You don't have to want a relationship. It's stop wanting a relationship from the place of wanting to be chosen. Yes. Yes. Love it. Well, we love you. Hope you enjoyed this episode as always preaching the same message over and over again, but you hear the other one in every, every Every day every day from every angle, from every, every channel you turn on the fantasy love is being fed and pumped your way. Um, so listening to these episodes and going deeper and deeper and like we're planting seeds over and over and over again, keep watering the seeds between episodes, keep showing up for yourself, keep loving up yourself. Send us a message. If you want to ask for future episode requests, um, we love you and we'll see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. 
For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.